Introducing Shakti Power with best-selling author, priestess, and sacred dancer, Zinnia Gupte. Learn the wisdom of Shakti Power and invite greater beauty, intuition, and magic into your life. Enjoy ancient mantras, meditations, and supportive techniques to help you unlock and activate your sacred feminine power. And now, Shakti Power with Zinnia. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Shakti Power. And today we have a very special show. Um, it's quite intense because we're going through an intense time right now. As you can feel, I'm sure, with everything that's going on in the world, there's a lot of energy clearing right now. There are a lot of um, things that are dropping out of our lives, people who are passing away, governments, systems, our own election, um, there's just so much going on in the world and it's affecting people's personal lives as well. So I wanted to take a moment on today's show and really talk about that process when we are clearing out as a society and as a collective consciousness in humanity, um, old ways of doing things, there's a purging going on. And that purging is wonderful in terms of clearing out the old, clearing out what, does, what doesn't work, what no longer works. And then there's a, a moment where nothing else um, is going to take its place because there's a void. And that void is really creating new space for new life. And so I want to talk about what that means for someone who's going through that at a very personal level. And I'll reflect on my own experience. So in New York, we have started a women's empowerment circle. And this empowerment circle is really to help create space for women to feel supported and nourished in a city that runs very hard and very fast and doesn't wait for women and men to check in and reflect on themselves. So as we shared at our first women's empowerment circle, one of the participants shared how she was going through a deeply purging process. She had just uh, finished a relationship with an ex-boyfriend and everything around her life is reflecting the change and the decision that she's made that she's no longer going to be that person. She's no longer going to have the same habits in that relationship or attract the same people. And that's creating ripples in her life right now. So everyone in her world, in her family, in her workplace is showing up to reflect who she was. And a lot of people are trying to stop her in her tracks as she moves onward and she grows and she expands into this new, more empowered sense of um, who she can really be. And this takes tremendous courage. And the people around her are used to her being a certain way and they are used to her reacting a certain way, her responding in the manipulative way that they were able to get their way with her. And she's putting a stop to all that with boundaries, with not allowing those things anymore. And so they don't know how to behave with her, right? So she feels very much that there's this purging going on in her life where she's journaling constantly, she's crying, she's really making sense of her emotions, she's sorting it all, it all out, she's taking time for herself, she is um, giving herself a lot of space for self-love in the mornings before she goes to work, going to the gym, empowering her body, empowering her mind, empowering her voice, taking long walks, giving her time 
for giving herself time for meditation and reflection. And I'm really proud of her. She really inspired me, which is why I'm sharing her story with, with all of you. And um, one thing I asked her to do in this purging process that could take a month, two months, three months, four months, it all depends on her and the process. Um, I wanted her to really engage this purging process and get the best out of it and consider it a evaluation process that will help her get to know herself, her patterns, what she really wants right now, who she is, what she desires, what limiting self she has been before, what role she's played, and how she wants to move forward. I want her to get to that level of clarity. So I introduced a process to her that I discovered in a book called The Marriage of Spirit. And this is a really beautiful book by Leslie Temple Thurston. Um, Leslie has created this very alchemical process around writing your story down, getting all those emotions out, releasing the emotions, purging it, and then getting clarity. So this is how it works, is you basically pick an experience, you pick a story, something you've been going through, and you write it down. You write a description of the experience. Then you pick out the theme or the words and phrases that really trigger you, that really are emotionally charged. And once you take those words and you circle them on the next piece of paper, you make a list of those theme words and phrases, okay? Then you find the opposite of that word. I'm going to go through an example of this, so don't worry. Once you find the opposite of that word, you'll see how polarized your situation is. It's like you're experiencing one end of the emotional spectrum and you're attracting people in your life that are going to show you the extreme opposite, okay? And this is when we're inviting grace. This is where we, we offer it up with a prayer and we wait for grace to kind of neutralize the issue so that we're not this pendulum that's swinging wildly from side to side, going from one extreme to another, because that's the stuff that destabilizes us and takes us away from our power. So I wanted the participant of the Women's Empowerment Circle to really hone in on this process in a laser-focused way so she can take the emotional charge out of it and get to the power of it, get to the core of it, so she can take back her power. And so if you want to go through this process yourself, I welcome you, I invite you to buy the, the book, The Marriage of Spirit by Leslie Temple Thurston. And this exercise is on page 168. And it's called um, The Steps of the Polarity Processing Technique. Number one, step one, pick an experience. Step two, write a description of the experience. Step three, pick out the theme, words, and phrases. Step four, make a list of the theme, words, and phrases. Step five, find the opposites. Step six, offer it up with a prayer. Step seven, wait for grace. Okay, so I'm going to go through this with you and what's in the book. So there is an, a case story, an example of someone who wrote their story, um, just so you know kind of what this process can look like. So I'm going to read this story to you, this person who, who um, offered this experience. Okay, so here is someone picking an experience. So, you know, processing can be used from many types of experiences. It may be from an old experience. You can pick something from childhood or a recent one. What this does is this process works to untie knots in the mind. No matter how attached you are to this stuff, once you start writing about the experience, 
you become the observer. And you can tell the story to yourself and write it down. You can do this in a stream of consciousness, whatever works for you. Just get it all out. Just say everything. You don't have to write it out. You don't have to edit. You don't have to be inside your head or on the paper. Just keep asking yourself, how does this make me feel? Okay? So here's an example story I've written by someone who we'll call Paul. I was driving on the freeway and I was in a hurry to get home from an appointment. I always allow myself a little extra time, but the freeway is usually not very crowded. This particular day, there were not too many cars. At one point, there was a cement truck in front of me going pretty slow, and there were two cars between me and a cement truck. At about the same time, because of some construction work, we began to approach a flashing arrow sign way up ahead, indicating we were supposed to move into the left lane. Since the two left lane freeway was about to merge into one lane. So of course, one of the cars in front of me pulled out into the left lane to pass the cement truck in order not to get stuck behind it. The other car did not pull out. It stayed behind the cement truck. So I started to pull out into the left lane to pass. But just at the last second, the car between me and the truck decided to pass the truck. And so she pulled out right in front of me, causing me to slam on my brakes. I started swearing and said to myself, watch where you're going. You're going to kill us both. Then the strange thing is that she passed the truck. She slowed down to the same speed as the truck. So I was hemmed in and she decided not to pass the truck. Instead, she left the truck in ahead of her. The truck was going about 45 miles per hour in a 65 mile speed zone. So then the truck was ahead of both of us in the single lane. I was really angry because I was feeling like I was going to be late like this driver in front of me was totally crazy, dim-witted, and idiotic, and going to cause an accident. I got very impatient. I sometimes tend to be impatient in my life, and the freeway is where it shows up the most. I got hot under the collar because I knew we were going to be crawling along for about 10 minutes before the freeway opened up again into two lanes, and I knew I was going to be late. Finally, the freeway opened up into two lanes, and the cement truck moved into the right lane. But then the slow driver decided to, take, to, to stay right in front of me in the left lane, still keeping pace with the truck on the right. So I couldn't pass, and we were all doing about 50 miles per hour in a 70-mile-per-hour zone. I thought, what is going on? Maybe she is sick or something. So I honked. No response. I started to tailgate, getting really close to her bumper. She just ignored me. She was breaking the law by not yielding. Then a few more cars were starting to pile up behind my car. I was thinking, you are a complete insensitive jerk. What if I or someone else had an emergency? What if I or someone else needed to go to the hospital? I felt like a total victim. With the car in front of me tyrannically controlling the situation, I felt like I wanted to kill her and was in a rage. It escalated from minor irritation to feeling like if I had a gun, I would have shot her tires out. I was taking it all very personally. Never mind the cars behind me. I can't get through. It wasn't an older person. She seemed quite young, and young people usually speed, not crawl. She was toying with me. There was no other explanation. Finally, she pulled over, taking her sweet time. Only when she decided to let me by did I get a look at her. She was about 19, and she was snickering at me. So then I got really enraged. I almost gave her the finger, but I thought, no, no, restrain yourself. It's not worth it. So my exit came up. I got off the freeway. I was trying to calm down. There was somewhat of a witness there. 
but in the beat of the moment, in the heat, I really had absolutely no witness. I felt very helpless, very powerless, because there was nothing I could do. I was impatient, angry, furious. I had a killer instinct. Everything came up within 10 minutes. It was so weird. People just often don't behave like she did. I wasn't late, but I was angry that somebody would purposely manipulate and slow me down like that. What a pain in the butt. She was controlling the whole situation. I had a lot of heat in my body as a result, a prickly sensation. I felt really contracted, and it took me about half an hour to unwind. I was still seething when I got home. I couldn't release the feelings. I wanted to release them at her, let her really know what I thought, but of course, she wasn't available. Finally, I was able to calm down and neutralize, but it took a long time before I could go, let go, and forgive her. My reaction was so over the top, instead of being calm, I just blew up. Usually I handle things a lot better. Okay, so this is a really great example of someone writing a very charged story. And um, in step three, remember, we, we're going to circle the words. We're going to pick out the theme words and phrases. So here, the words that really come out um, are control, anger, helpless, victimize, cause an accident. You know, these are kind of all the themes. And so these theme words and phrases reflect the structure of the experience rather than the content. Other words that came up are hurry, impatient, enraged, insensitive, jerk, breaking the law, toying with me, powerless, blew up. Um, some other words I really liked were surprised, shocked, confused, uncertain, doubtful, pain, betrayed, fear, guilt, approval. There's a lot of content in here. There's a lot of emotion in here. So once you start taking step four and writing a list of theme words and phrases down in a list, we're going to get hurry, extra time, not very crowded, slow, get stuck, behind, slam on my brakes, swearing, watch where you're going, kill, strange, slow down, lane, crazy, dim-witted, idiotic, cause an accident, emergency, victim, tyrannically, controlling, kill her, rage, minor irritation, older, young, speed, toying with me, taking her sweet time, snickering at me, enraged, gave her the finger, restrain, indignation, impatient, angry, angry fury, killer instinct, manipulate, slow me down, pain in the butt, controlling, heat, prickly, contracted, unwind, couldn't release, calm down, neutralize, long time, let go, forgive, over the top, blew up, better. Okay, so these are kinds of the phrases that this person used. Now I want you to see what it feels like when we use the opposite words. So when he's saying, hurry, we're going to write in the next column, slow down. When he says extra time, in the next column, we will write short of time. Not very crowded, crowded. Slow, fast. Get stuck, get free. Behind, in front. Slam on my brakes, gun it. Swearing, blessing. Kill, save. Hemmed in, freed up. Angry, happy. Crazy, sane. Keeping pace, lagging. Emergency, ordinary. Controlling, out of control. Rage, peace. Helpless, capable. Manipulate, not control. Controlling, out of control. Seething, at peace. Couldn't release, let go. Reaction, not reaction. Best of me, worst of me. So 
do you see like there's such different emotions and such different vibrations when you look at what the word is and its opposite. And now what we're going to do is offer this up with a prayer. We're going to take step six of this process and say, Oh, eternity, please take all of these states of mind, which are imbalanced in this pattern and balance and clear them. Do this so that I may see more clearly and find my way home more easily. I give thanks knowing it will be done. And um, you're welcome to write down your own version of this prayer. Initially, it takes time to say this out loud or really feel it inwardly. But after a while, you just need to hold the feeling that this prayer is sinking into you. And then you just surrender. You surrender it. You be grateful for the experience that's going to balance you. And the shift happens. And the prayer works. And the prayer works because you find both the conscious and unconscious aspects of any situation. And then you're asking spirit to take it and balance it for you. So you kind of experience this freedom from your egoic programming. And then finally, in step seven, you wait for grace. You wait a few minutes. You're receptive to the transformation process and to releasing it. And you go wash some dishes. You take a walk. You relax. And... Um, Spirit will peel off the layers from you, I promise. And you will be able to relax, let go, and allow the integration of both sides. It will happen. So here you start to get power back in your life. You start to get control back in your life. You start to be able to relate to the experience from an observer's point of view, release the experience, and surrender it to a higher force. And you're connecting to a higher power throughout this whole process. Okay, so I hope this was helpful for you. This process really clears out the old. And the more you journal this, the more you do this this process like every week, I guarantee you, if you do this process every week for three months, your life will shift. And you will see your old self changing, making room for a new person, new people, new ways of being and expressing yourself and new ways of creating a life. And this is that new life that we really want to come in because we don't want to get attached to the old and, you know, keep inviting new these old people and experiences and patterns to come in. This is how we purge out the old and really make space for that new, that new life, that new beginning, that new space. So I welcome you all to try this process. And I want to thank you so much for being here on the Shakti Power Show. Thanks for listening, for subscribing, for rating and reviewing. I love to meet up with you every week and share powerful lessons and exercises that help you step into your power. So have a wonderful week. If you have any questions, go to my site, Shakti Priestess, go to the contact form and ask a question. I'll be happy to answer it. Thanks, everyone. Have a wonderful week. Namaste. Thanks for listening to Shakti Power. If you like what you heard, please share the Shakti Power podcast with your friends. And be sure to visit ShaktiPriestess.com to claim your free goddess gift bundle.